Welcome to Gapology Radio Podcast with authors Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. We can be reached at gapology.org and our books can be found at amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Gapology Radio where we talk about Gapology, we talk about MBAR, and how to create winning leadership in your life. Let's give Mark Tinas a call and see what he's up to. Hey Brian. Hey Mark, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. What are you up to? Oh, just enjoying the sunny California weather, you know. I know you're just trying to rub it in. It's going to be four below <laughs> tomorrow, I think, here in Kansas City. <laughs> uh, it was so beautiful here today. Crazy. Nice. At least we're not in Minnesota. I saw the wind chill on Wednesday is supposed to be like 60 below. And oh, my God. Yeah, and the straight-up temperature is like 45 below or something. Straight temperature. I don't miss those days. No, me either. Me either. My poor mom. So what would you like to cover this week? Well, I want to talk about servant leadership. Okay. Sounds sounds good. Servant leadership's been written about a lot, and it's sort of a catchphrase, I guess. I I want to give a different spin on it. I want to talk about my view on it. I think it's your view on it. Um how to make it real, how to bring it to life, um, how at the end of the day your team would say he or she is a servant leader. Um, how does that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. So as usual, I have five different steps that I want to throw in there. So for those of you that are taking notes, uh, number of one through five. So the first one is is development is everything you do. So it's my belief that a servant leader devotes their life to developing their team and realizes that development is everything. That that leader's behavior is being watched, so therefore they're always on stage, but that in everything you do, especially when you're spending time with your team or with someone on your team, there's an obligation to develop them and um, not to make assumptions about what they know, but to help them and teach them and impart the knowledge that you have and the skills that you have so that every time they're with you, they get better, skills developed, competencies improved, etc. So development, uh, development is everything, and I really try and develop daily. You know, that, that becomes my daily uh, passion is to develop my team. And no matter who I'm with, no matter where I'm at, even if I'm in in an office scenario, develop. So, what are your thoughts on that, Brian? Yeah, I think the uh, the interesting thing about that is that a lot of times people don't know where they need to be developed. You know, what areas that that are an opportunity for them. And as a servant leader, if you're if you are looking at it through that lens, you'll be looking for things like that. You'll be looking for opportunities to help others grow. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, One of the things that I do that might be helpful to the group is I I carry with me about a dozen different teachable points of view, uh, lessons that could be used for development. And I, I don't just deliver them to everyone, I deliver them situationally, I guess. So when it appears that someone needs a specific lesson, 
I'll go into developmental mode and deliver that one. So good idea for the leaders out there to put together, you know, brief modules, lessons in essence on the things that you're going to develop the team on and, uh, you know, bring them out and add them to the toolbox of the people you're with situationally. I think it could be incredibly impactful. So the next one is not on the servant leader uh, list in most books you might read, but it's, it's transparency, to be transparent. I find that when my leader is up front with me about everything, uh, very clear, very uh, forward in, in speaking so that so that I understand what's expected and expectations are clear, that it really helps me develop as an individual, but I view it as, as servant leadership. I view it as servitude. I mean, I am so grateful to, rather than getting a political spin on something, to get the, get the truth, uh, good, bad, or otherwise. It's very helpful in, in my development. So. I believe that servant leaders are transparent. Uh, so I, I have that as, as step uh, number two. Thoughts on that, Brian? Yeah, I think there's a certain level of trust that's created with transparency. If you have a leader that is giving you tough feedback, for instance, if, if it's done in the right way, if it's done in a developmental way, in a very transparent way, I think that creates um, a level of trust where you look at that leader as somebody that is really looking out for you, wants you to grow, wants you to succeed. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Trust is a big part of transparency. Yeah, I, I think that a servant leader is a trusted leader. And a servant leader is transparent. And transparency builds trust. I see that. Right, yeah. That's an excellent add-on, Brian. I appreciate that. Uh, my third piece, again, that's not part of normal servant leadership lexicon is leadership rhythm. So I believe that a leader's rhythm serves the team and it serves the team by creating, again, back to an earlier point, great clarity around what matters, but it's, but it's different. So rhythm is the daily order of events, the daily order of priorities, the weekly order of events, the weekly order of priorities, maybe the month as well, maybe the quarter as well. But that rhythm communicates loud and clear about what matters, and it shapes the behavior, therefore, of the team. And because of that, it's servitude. It serves the team. They perform better when the leader's rhythm is consistent, and it helps form their rhythm. Most leaders do not understand this and do not behave in this way, and I believe it is essential for a team to have a leader that has a rhythm versus chaos, versus priority of the day or of the month, versus random acts. Rhythm, predictability is servitude, and I, I don't hear it enough, I don't see it enough, and I believe it's, it's still a missing art that can really, be, uh, can really be used by leaders. Thoughts on rhythm? Yeah, I think rhythm really speaks to intent. So if you're intentional about things, if you plan out your rhythm to the week, to the month, that can really drive the team toward the things that really are important. And if that intent is focused on the things that 
really are what your purpose is, things that are important, the things that matter. Um, I think that does serve you know the people that you're you're leading. You know, building it around the things that are important really is servant leadership. Yeah. So just to recap, development is everything was was number one. Transparency was number two. Leadership rhythm was number three. Number four is to model the behavior you expect. So, you know, today I walked into a meeting with my direct report team and I attempted to model a behavior that I would expect them to have. Uh, No different than a tennis coach would hit a tennis ball the way you would expect your your pupil to hit the tennis ball. Um, You model the behavior that you expect of your team. They look at you, they trust you, they believe in you. So they watch everything you do. So if you model a behavior that exemplifies servant leadership, it spreads around to the team. At the same time, by modeling a behavior that they can make their own, you've served them because you've increased their skill set and their toolbox has gotten bigger and uh, it just helps them a great deal. We forget uh, sometimes as leaders that we must model the behavior that we expect from from others. Uh, Thoughts on that, Brian? (laughs) Yeah, you know, the, the one saying that drives me crazy is do as I say, not as I do. That, that just makes me nuts when I hear that. I hate that. Oh, hate that. oh my God. Yeah, because your actions, of course, are going to speak louder than your words. So you can say whatever you want, but if you're not acting in the way that you expect others to act, you're never going to build the trust that you're looking for. And you're never going to serve others like you're looking for. Yeah, no, well said. Lastly, then, number five is give the team a purpose. It's an incredible gift. A servant leader that gives the team a purpose gives them an incredible gift that can change their career. It can change their life. It can change everything for them. Work is something that becomes an incredible joy when you have purpose, when it has meaning. Um, I've seen leaders that take every role, every job description, and tie them to the purpose. And what that does for the team is incredible. Everybody owns it. So give the team a purpose. I'm not talking about a mission statement. I'm talking about a purpose. Why we do what we do here. When you give them why we do what we do here, and it is clear and it's compelling and it's emotional, it's the reason to come to work every day. It's a reason to take pride in your work, and it's it's a total game changer. So servant leaders give their team a purpose. Brian? Yeah, so often people act without purpose. You know, they don't have that, that core belief in what they're doing. They just don't understand the whole purpose behind it. You know, we spend so, so many hours a day working. Imagine doing it with purpose, really believing in it. Yeah, there was a study done that showed that teams with purpose were 2.8 times more productive than teams without. And I totally believe that. Um, purpose changes everything. So, so team, servant leadership is something that you have to really work on. 
and it's about development and making that the core of, of, of who you are, someone that develops their team. It's about being transparent. It's about having a rhythm. It's about modeling the behavior that you expect from your team, and it's about pro- providing them purpose. And this model for servant leadership is different than anything you've seen anywhere else. And uh, I challenge you all to give it a shot. I think these five steps can really, really empower your leadership at a different level. So thanks for your time today. Thanks, Brian. Yep. Thanks a lot, Mark. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That's it from here. Head on over to our website, gapology.org, for more information on our books and our workshops. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.